0: Welcome to the Stop Drinking Podcast, where we help you make stopping drinking a simple, logical, and easy decision. We help you with tips, tools, and strategies to start living your best life when alcohol-free. If you want to learn more about Stop Drinking Coaching, then head over to www.soberclear.com. Ladies and gentlemen, what I'm about to share with you is going to shock you. The vast, vast, vast majority of drinkers can simply stop drinking it by changing the way that they view alcohol. I'm not saying that 100% of drinkers are going to stop drinking by doing this. There are a small percentage of drinkers that need to go to a medical detox. They're physically addicted to alcohol, but most drinkers are going to be able to stop drinking it by simply changing their world view. They're able to do this by building a new paradigm. Now, I know that sounds crazy. I know it sounds hard to believe. So in this video, I'm going to be breaking down everything that you need to know when it comes to mindset, quitting alcohol and living a great sober life. So if you're on your journey right now and you're trying to stop drinking or you've recently stopped drinking, you are going to want to watch this entire video. The stuff that I'm going to share with you is literally like nothing else out there. Nobody makes content like this. Everybody else is saying that it's hard to stop drinking. There's lots of failed attempts. It's difficult. It's challenging. You need willpower. And I'm here to tell you that most of that stuff is just not true. And I'm here to tell you that if you're able to change the way that you think about drinking it will change your life forever. It's changed my life and it's changed all the people who you can see on the screen now that are members of the Sober Clear program. So this video is split up into three sections. The first section, I'm going to be sharing some of the key mistakes that I made during the 10-year process of being a drinker and trying to stop and going to AA and using willpower. And I'm going to be really sharing the mistakes in the way that I thought about alcohol, because if I can show you the mistakes that I made, then it can just shortcut your journey. Then the second section of the video, I'm going to be sharing the transitionary period and how I started waking up to the inputs around me and the idea of this conditioning and all of this stuff. And then in the third section of the video, I'm going to be talking to you about how you can stay sober, but make it effortless and enjoyable. So let's get into it. And very quickly, guys, just before I get into the video, do make sure to leave me a comment in the description. Let me know how long you've been sober or if you've been struggling. Just let me know in the comments and I'll be responding to every single person. So part one. Why did I fail so many times to stop drinking? Well, it all boiled down to the way that I viewed alcohol. And it's not just the way that I viewed alcohol, but it's the way society views alcohol. If we think of the way society views alcohol, it all boils down to this idea that alcohol is a good thing. It's a genuine pleasure. It's something that's enjoyable. It's something that does so much good in the world. So during the 10 year, well, it was about almost 10 year process of me trying to find a solution to my own drinking problem. There was a point where I tried going to AA. Now, AA, it's, like a mindset program, right? What you're doing is you are admitting you are powerless over alcohol, then you're giving yourself up to a higher power. It's a a spiritual program. There's a lot of mindset stuff in there. And at the beginning of going to AA, you know, I really bought into it. Now, I just want to say that I'm not an AA basher. I'm not here to criticize AA. My own mother has been to AA for 20 years, worked wonders for her. It just wasn't for me. But I'm not here to start slamming it and saying that it's the worst thing in the world. But there are a few key flaws where I just couldn't see myself doing it long term sure it can work for some people but anyway and the real problem for me was number one was having to admit that i was powerless because i don't think i'm powerless over alcohol i believe that we're all powerful people we're not powerless over things we chose to drink we made the decision to drink there wasn't somebody putting a gun to our head and we were in control we chose to do the things that we did but really the thing that i really didn't like about aa was that i had to give myself up to god I had to ask God for help every time there was a difficult thing that happened. And basically, I would have to go to these meetings for the rest of my life. If I stopped going to the meetings, there was always this underlying tone of failure. It was like I was going to fail. And in the meetings, a lot of the times people would be talking about how they're just one drink away from getting drunk, how it's been a hard day and it's a good day because they didn't drink. And what I really found was a lot of people that went to these meetings, they still saw alcohol as a good thing. They still saw it as a reward, and what they thought is that they were making a sacrifice. They were giving something up that was really hard to give up, and essentially, what they were going to have to do was spend the rest of their life resisting it. Now, if you really saw alcohol as a poison, as ethanol, as something that did absolutely nothing for you, would you have to spend your time resisting it? Well, absolutely not. You wouldn't have to spend any time resisting it, because it'd be like resisting to drink bleach, or resisting to drink chlorine in a pool. It's like, I'm just not going to do that because it's poisonous. Like, why would I want to put that in my body? And if you saw alcohol the same way, would you really have to spend the rest of your life resisting it? Well, I'm here to tell you that you wouldn't because that's exactly how I feel every single day. I have no desire to drink alcohol anymore. But when I was going to AA, there was this underlying tone that alcohol was a good thing. So when I uh, ended up stopping going to AA meetings, I still thought alcohol was good. So boom, I'm back drinking it again. So that's one mistake that I made with my mindset. The next mistake was all the times that I tried to use willpower. Now, willpower is resisting. It's resisting an urge. It's resisting a craving, and it's just using sheer brute will. It's using your human will to resist something or to do something. And I tried using willpower so many times, and again, full flat on my face every single time. There were some periods where I would succeed with willpower. I did a nine-month stint, and there were many, many attempts. You know, a week here, a month here, two months here, whatever. That had just been happening for you know my whole life. Yet still. It didn't work long-term, but I am a strong-willed person, so I did think willpower was going to work for me. But the problem was, was that the longer that I went without drinking, the harder that it was getting. So the, the longer that it got, the harder it got, because I was almost building up the idea that I was giving something up, when really there is nothing to give up. I know that sounds a little bit hard to believe, but alcohol is a drug that does nothing for anybody. It keeps them stuck in a cycle where they're doing something that's killing their confidence, killing their courage, killing their self-esteem. And really, how is there anything to actually give up? So this was another key mistake that I made is I was trying to use willpower. I was trying to just grit through it and brute through it every single time. And interestingly, the third mistake that I made was trying to moderate. It was trying to cut down. Now, again, it's the exact same problem. If I'm trying to moderate alcohol, if I'm trying to cut down before I stop or make the decision to stop, then I'm still seeing alcohol as a good thing. And the more time that passes, the more that the desire to drink builds up and up and up. And again, it all boils down back to the idea of alcohol actually serving you and helping you, because it doesn't. And I wish somebody told me that because nobody told me that. And now for you to kind of understand the things that I understand now, it's not like an overnight process. It's not just something that's going to go like that. Boom, it's done. It takes time and it takes a lot of introspection, which leads me into the next part of the video. And I want to talk to you about the transitionary period that I personally went through. And what I really did was I started to look at my life and I started to look at the goals that I had. And I really asked myself, if I was to continue drinking, am I really going to reach the goals that I've set for myself? Am I going to reach that potential that I really want? Well, in my case, the answer was just a flat out no. There was no way that I was ever going to build a business. There was no way I was going to have an amazing relationship. There was no way that I was going to have perfect health. And there was no way that I was ever going to get to my deathbed and feel satisfied if I carried on drinking. And if you look on the screen right now, you'll actually see a mental model. Now, this was the mental model that I actually used to build that paradigm where I started to see alcohol for what it is. And this is known as first principles thinking. And it's a mental model. It's an ancient mental model. It's been used for thousands of years to solve complex problems. And what it involves is objectively looking at a problem and then starting to put the pieces back together. But instead of using common knowledge and doing all the mistakes that I'd made in the previous section of the video that I was talking about, instead of making these mistakes, you start to question them. You start to question what is labeled as common knowledge. And you analyze new information to help you build a new paradigm and a new worldview. And you can do that through all sorts of different ways. You can buy the books, you can invest in courses, you can invest in coaching programs, you can watch videos just like this one. And you're really trying to build a paradigm where you see alcohol for what it is. And I know it sounds crazy, And I know it sounds hard to believe, but this is what I'm talking about. This is why most people can stop drinking and find it easy and effortless. It's when you start to see things for what they are, things are just going to click. It's like you see things in a completely different way. And like I said, this is the experience that I've been through. This is the experience that I help people go through in the SoberClear program. And all of the people that you can see on the screen right now, these are people that have already done it. There's stacks of testimonials now for SoberClear.com and they're growing day by day. But really, the key here is to use this mental model is to use first principles thinking to build that paradigm and to build that worldview where you see alcohol for what it is without the labels, without the conditioning, without the marketing, without the normal drinkers telling you that it's a good thing. You're just seeing it clearly for what it is. And what it is, is a poison. It's nothing more. It's nothing less. Which leads me to the third and final part of this video. And it's how to stay sober. Once you've kind of got yourself into that state of mind, where you see alcohol for what it is, and you no longer want to drink it, what do you do next? And staying sober starts before this. It starts with building the paradigm, but then it starts with making a decision. And when I say a decision, I mean a clear cut, all in decision to stop drinking. It's like this cutoff point where you're like, I'm done. It's finished. It is completely done. I'm rid of it. I'm moving on. And that decision can be hard to make. Most people are afraid of it, which is why going through first principles thinking first is so, so important. So If you've not gone through first principles thinking yet, maybe you're not ready to make that decision. Maybe you're not mentally there to just go, boom, it's happening, I'm in. And that's why success starts way earlier on. It starts with building that paradigm, reading the books, getting the courses, going through the programs, getting the coaches, whatever it takes. And once you've got yourself into that state of mind where you're all in, The trick now is to get busy moving forward. It's to go all into your personal life. The goals that you've got, the goals that you've got for your finances, for your relationship, for your travel, for your career, for your health, for your fitness, whatever, you start getting busy with those things. And really, you just start building things. You don't like go and make amendments and look at the past. I mean, some people are going to have to go and look at trauma and whatever. But as soon as you've made that clear cut decision, you start moving forward. And it's why I heavily invest in myself. You know, I've got coaches, I work with personal trainers, I've spent tens of thousands of dollars on this kind of stuff now because I'm all in. What I'm doing is I've stopped drinking and now I'm going all into my personal life. Like I'm gonna invest in myself, I'm gonna spend time working on myself, reading books, going to the gym, working on my business, helping people in my business. I'm all in now because I've made that clear cut decision and now I'm moving forward. And that is what you've got to do as well. Go all into your personal life, build the paradigm where you see alcohol for what it is. Thanks for checking out the Stop Drinking podcast by SoberClear. If you want to learn more about how we work with people to help them stop drinking effortlessly, then make sure to visit www.soberclear.com.